don't want to wait. Hey, you're Steph. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm <laughs> you're Robin. <laughs> and this is episode 69. What? Yeah, yeah. I made what? sure to write that down in my notes when I posted the last one. The last one was 68. This is 69. And uh, we're actually recording it uh, maybe, uh, what is it, like, well, I guess it's six days past June 9th. June 9th is Bill and Dead Day because 6-9, dude. What number am I thinking of? 69. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh. There's a screening of Bill and Ted around here that I was invited to, but it was on June 15th. I'm like, no. <laughs> Why would you put it on June 15th? Anyway. Uh, so we're talking about three episodes of My So-Called Life. Uh, pressure on the Wagon and So-Called Angels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh... Do you want to start talking about one, two, three, four, pressure? Okay. Oh, Jordan's pressure and Angel into having sex. Yeah. I wrote down in capital letters, people have sex. <laughs> I think it's because Angela's like opening monologue was talking about how people like at, looking at different people like, oh, that person has sex and that person has sex. <laughs> We find out, I think, in this episode that Sharon's having sex or had sex. Oh yeah, they had sex all. The, she had sex all the time with Kyle. <laughs> uh, but and it was funny because Angela's like, "Oh, you probably dumped him because he was pressuring her and didn't have sex." She's like, "No, no, I, I liked having sex. He was a butthead." <laughs> yeah. Oh, but what's interesting? The most fascinating thing about that was she said, and she said that after she did it. The first time she couldn't, it was like she wasn't allowed to say no. It was like that's what they did. That is, I think that's so telling of the life of a teenager. Like I feel like, like a teenage girl. One reason that they would uh, hold on to their virginity and not uh, is because, like, oh, if. I become a girl who has sex, then I'm the girl who has sex, and I never can say no. Like, that gives everybody permission from here on out. Right. And it's true. I mean, I think I even am guilty of having that uh, feeling when I was in a relationship with a girl. We'd, we'd have sex, and then it was like, I want more sex, and didn't quite get it when the girl would be like... I don't want to have sex. I'd be just like hurt. Like, what did I do? <laughs> like, I just don't want to have sex right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sure. It's not me. <laughs> you know? Um, so, and then I got married and, you know, you realize you, you only can have sex like once, like, like every like three months, I think it is. <laughs> I don't know. What's the, what is the, <laughs> what's the marriage rule? Uh, oh, the alarm! I got sirens going off in the background here. They're they're coming for me for talking about this. <laughs> We're talking about sex. Oh no! <laughs> hey, um, I'm. I gotta admit something. I have no idea what a sponge is. Uh, I gotta admit something too. I have no idea. Either. <laughs> 
No. Because the doctor's like, use a condom and a sponge. I'm like, what, to like clean up? <laughs> no, I guess it's like a spermicide sponge. But uh, but when I just... was a teenager and even now, <laughs> I don't know. Where do you get it? How do you use Certainly it? Certainly I've never what seen one. Yeah, and neither have I. Is yeah. that like like to kill sperm in the area or yeah. what do you like wash yourself down I, and no i guess it I I, I I i don't know i think it like fits up in there i'm not oh. sure so you pop that sucker in there and then and you have sex Maybe. and then how you how do you get it out i don't know is there a line like a tamp i don't know <laughs> or a line of string i don't i'm not sure Listeners, uh, we need to know. <laughs> Is anything in Nutty's trivia about this? <laughs> Help us, Nutty. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Cynthia Hargrove, we meet Cynthia Hargrove in here, and um, her uh, nose stud doesn't mean that she's got a, a new personality. We learned. This is funny. I, I love the the um, I don't I'm, I want to skip towards the end here, but like uh, she has this moment with Angela, <laughs> where well, really it's it's with Ricky. Well, Ricky inspires her. Like Ricky's talking about like how sex isn't supposed to be simple. It's supposed to be like a miracle. It's it's seeing another person's perfectness, which. Like when he said this, I was like, "Wow!" And then all of a sudden, Cynthia comes out of the stall. <laughs> I was like, "That's so beautiful!" And then she looks at Angela and says, "Could I ask you something?" And she's like, "Yeah." And it's like I thought they were going like, to start bonding over Jordan, or she's going to learn something about Jordan. And she just simply asked her, "Did you ever work at Mr. Big Guy Burger?" <laughs> Which uh, I just thought that was really funny. So, so is this person? Is this Jordan's ex girlfriend? She is introduced as a previous conquest. Okay, that's what I thought because I was kind of wondering when Jordan's exes and previous lady friends would be, you know, would make it into the story. Hey, you've watched this before, right? How, how much? How much are you remembering here as you're watching? None. Nothing. Oh, really? Okay. Hardly. Like I kind of I remembered the angel thing. I remembered. I remembered. Uh, you know this in this episode where Jordan's downstairs and uh, Patty comes down t- down to the mm-hmm. stairs and almost you know finds them and Angela's so awkward and nervous and uh, that was that was just a, a great scene. Mm-hmm. I told you you were going to be hungry since you didn't eat supper, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked how that was uh, filmed with. Uh, Jordan kind of chuckling in the background while eating, like, and he's like smacking his food. You know, you think that Patty's going to hear him, but yeah, um, yeah, that was a good scene. Yeah, and well, like, okay, so at the beginning, Jordan's teaching Angela how to drive, and Patty is realizing that Jordan has a car. And <laughs> yeah, he might as well have an apartment. <laughs> And uh, he has a car with doors and seats. What kind of driver is he? And what else? And Daniel says, <laughs> you know, what are you talking about? Foreplay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then there's Sharon brings over. So so Sharon and 
Rayanne have a conversation and Sharon realizes, oh, that's what Angela was trying to talk to me because she is thinking about having sex with Jordan. So Sharon yeah. takes that tape over to their house and they <laughs> watch. Oh, my gosh. This this whole situation made me so nervous. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, Yeah. Yeah, I've watched dirty videos of my friends when I was a kid, and uh, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, what were you nervous? Like they were going to get caught? Yes, because then Graham and Patty come. Uh, Graham comes home, and the tape gets kicked under the bed, and then they find it. And Graham thinks that it's Patty's, and just yeah, all this misunderstanding. <laughs> um. Yeah, because. Uh, God, then it leads into other stuff. <laughs> oh, with um, uh, Graham and Patty. Yeah, um, yeah. They they have they go back and forth, and then they. I don't, well, there's whole this whole thing about uh, Hallie and Brad want to open a restaurant and want Graham to be the chef, and Patty oh, just God. thinks this is the. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm just like remembering this. Like, oh no. Yeah, Patty's first reaction is to like she has no confidence <laughs> in Graham's abilities. <laughs> like she doubts him. Uh-huh. But again, it's like Graham's like immediately saying, "Oh, this is a ridiculous idea." And uh, also, hello, this guy like just got into like he he signed up for a cooking class. Then all of a sudden he's running the class, and now all of a sudden he feels he's confident enough to run a restaurant with some sh- other girl. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> well, I mean, maybe he is capable of, you know, like basic cooking is not that difficult. There's more than you know. Once you involved get some... in running a restaurant. <laughs> well, that's true, but Brad seems to be the. Oh yeah, he's a business guy. You know. He's the business guy. I just got really annoyed at this because he's he, like, especially. I'm sorry, Graham was. Uh, he he pretty much was like immediately like, this is an idea and it's silly, and I don't I don't want to do it, you know. And then Patty's like pretty much like good, and he's like, well, what do you mean you you don't think I could do it? <laughs> I don't understand why you're so negative. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you said that you didn't want to do it. Yeah, but I think he was saying that he didn't want to do it because he knew that she wouldn't agree to it. And maybe he should be the mature and person wears, and just say, this is well, something she I wears want the to pants. do. Yeah, exactly. So that's not her fault. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, uh, I'm a little on Patty's side on this one. <laughs> I mean, sure, she might be. I mean, how are you supposed to react when somebody, when like your spouse is like, "I'm going to do this completely new uh, business venture," but after saying it's ridiculous that uh, th- that is definitely not something I'd want to do. Yeah, but that's why she let him go. Confidence. <laughs> but but I think that it's that he's just so used to her not having confidence in him. Mm-hmm. And that's why she let him go from the printing company because she wanted him to go off and do his own thing. Right. Then do it. Don't don't just be like, but you don't believe in me. (laughs) And then this whole crack about, oh, our sex life is like mechanical. (laughs) 
you know? <clears throat> so, and then he's like, well, I was just joking about that. I was like, well, when are we, like, we're done, when can I take you seriously? Which is, I think it was a patty line. So it's like, he's saying, he's saying he doesn't want to do something, but means he really wants to do it. He, he jokes about their sex life uh, being, like, boring, but he's just kidding about it, you know? <laughs> like, say what you mean. Stop being a jerk. Go ahead and have your affair already, because we know it's all happening here. It's coming. It's coming. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, so, Jordan and... Angela go to this house where all these teenagers are hanging out. I can't believe I'm giving. Bedrooms. I can't believe I'm giving Graham all this crap when we're about to talk about this damn plot line here. <laughs> Freaking Jordan, go ahead. Sorry. When they go to this house, the, all the bedrooms are are taken, uh-huh. and then she just freaks out and says, "Oh, I have to go see about Rayanne." Hey, guess what? I don't want my first time to be in a freaking flop house. After, on, on a uh, already used bed <laughs> No thanks I'm good uh. Uh, And then he gets all upset Because he Because she lied To get out of there Saying that like yeah. Rayanne was going off with uh, Tino or whatever I thought that was a funny moment Angela and Jordan Like sitting on the couch Like it's the waiting room You know how romantic. Yeah. And then from the other room, you hear Rianne go, Tino, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's literally like trying to catch up with them. Uh, but uh, yeah, in that context, it was a little like, what? <laughs> also, every single time I see Angela and Jordan in these huge makeups, makeout scenes, I just wrote, I just write down, he's kissing an underage girl. <laughs> mm hmm. It's hard to because how old is he? She's like fifteen, he's and like he's twenty two, twenty three. We established in the beginning, yeah. yeah. And then she leaves her bag on the bus, and Brian ends up with the tape. And Brian and Ricky watch the tape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, oh God, yeah. And uh, yeah, Brian. Brian is used a bit here. He like lends Angela his his bike, and Angela just like leaves it at Jordan's, and yeah. she just tries passing it off like it's no big deal. <laughs> like, dude, I lend you my bike. Bring my bike back. <laughs> like to a kid, to a teenager who doesn't have his license. Your bike is your world. Like that's your ride. That's your whip. <laughs> your whip. Your whip. Not like your car, but when you're a teenager. W-H-I-P? Sure. Okay, I've never heard that. Uh, well, it's, now, it, uh, it's slang for like a, a car, but you know. Okay. Yeah. Is this the episode where Patty stayed late at work? Oh, yeah, that was a thing. She, yeah. Because that was she took she had to she took the girls to get their flu shots and then she must have went back to work mm-hmm. and then worked late and she was going to be home for dinner and this is when Graham cooked for Brad and Hallie Hallie. and then did Jordan come in and they asked him like do you have a major oh I don't think so I think they would have told me. I think I would have gotten a, a letter or something <laughs> yeah. And, like it was so obvious how dumb no he was. He's, they're they're talking about. Yeah, and then. <laughs> then Hallie tells Patty, Patty that he's gorgeous. 
Yeah. Stray puppies, yeah, total trouble. Yeah, because, like, Graham could not judge all that. Yeah. But Hallie could could tell Patty exactly what Jordan was like. Graham sure gets a wake-up call at the end here. Doesn't exactly react how I would, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I'm glad he kind of holds himself back during that, overhearing that discussion, because I might have freaked out. Which was, um, uh, at first is her discussion with Brian saying that some boys want to get her into bed. And Brian, of course, sweetly says, not all boys. And Graham's overhearing it and, you know, kind of looking looking approvingly or whatever. But he also overhears the whole breakup thing where, where Jordan's like, um, I'm not going to hold the, you know, he's talking about how. Like, also, Jordan straight up is an asshole because he's they're breaking up because he's expecting sex from her and he, she won't put out. That's an mm-hmm. that's a dick move. Um, and he says, like an asshole, I won't hold it against you, you know, if your name comes up, <laughs> you know. And Angela right up, she says that uh, sex is a big deal, and uh, and says at least you got some drivers li- driving lessons. Just don't take any wide turns. And Angela gets a lot of meaning out of that in her voiceover. And they kind of – she talks about his soft hair and then they have have one more kiss and then it pans over and Graham's still listening to all this. <laughs> like I probably would have been like, oh, good girl, you know, during most of that. But hearing Jordan being like, I won't hold it against you, you know, if your name comes up. Well, I think what he was saying was he's not going to talk about her. Right, exactly. Yeah. But it's just in his own kind of douchey way. He's such like a... God, I like him. Well, if they... God, he's such a dick. If they had to break up, you know, I mean, really, the best thing Jordan should have done was say... You know, I'm sorry I pressured you. I won't pressure you anymore. If you're right. not ready, you're not ready. But they had to break up, and he broke up with her in a nice way. <laughs> I guess. I guess. If they had to break up. It could have they, been a lot worse, I suppose. Yeah. 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 He could have made he, up, like, a huge rumor about I mean, things he did with her. And at <laughs> least he's not doing that whole nonchalant, whatever, I don't care bull crap that he that he was doing mm-hmm. you know that whatever yeah I, I don't care yeah i suppose he's engaging a little bit yeah and yeah that line like at least you got some drivers less driving lessons just don't take any wide turns maybe could be a way to say like all right this was like your first experience in like Sex or whatever, getting close to having sex. Don't like sleep mm-hmm. with the wrong guy. You know, if there's any sort yeah. of wisdom to be pulled out of this morons. <laughs> and I mean, uh, and Angela cries constantly. Yeah. Like I know that you know Claire Danes is a good actress and she wants to show off her acting chops. But people, if you're crying this much, <laughs> this is not healthy. <laughs> this is not good. This is not what life is about. Don't cry over a guy. She's going to start recording tapes. (laughs) Uh, I also like... Oh, yeah. You didn't get my... Okay, good. Uh, (laughs) I got it. I also like that uh, there's a reference. Rayanne seems to have seen nine and a half weeks. (laughs) 
<laughs> she's doing the whole ice cube trick. Um, not a trick, really, but you know, being very sexual with an ice cube. Um, yeah, and her audience was captivated. <laughs> yeah. I also like that Brian gets his bike back, and uh, you know, he's Jordan. Kind of like says, like, "This is your bike, or whatever," and uh, and he's like, "Oh, just leave it here. She she might need it." <laughs> <laughs> and I think my final note on this is that is uh, the whole thing where Patty's pulling out of the driveway and she finally gets a an eye full of uh, Jordan Catalano and uh, yeah, maybe she will understand now. <laughs> I was like, Mrs. Because Robinson, she, much? What's going on? <laughs> because you know she's so clueless. She she just does not understand Angela. Yeah, you know, all this time she saw Angela and Sharon were still friends. She didn't really understand, you know, she thinks that Angela should be with Brian. Okay, look at Jordan Catalano <laughs> compared to Brian. Brian's so safe, though. I would rather yeah. my girl with a Brian than a Jordan Catalano. Of course. But no girl wants a Brian. <laughs> so true. <laughs> they want a Jordan Catalano. Poor Charlie Brown. <laughs> All right, so you want to get on to the next episode? Oh, Lord. Manic Pixie Drunk Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that, na- that that word, though, over and over again in, in, discuss- in thinking about this episode is manic. She's so manic. Like, I was, I was talking about how she's acting like drunk before, but really it's like, mm-hmm. it's like she needs to be on some sort of med, you know? Mm-hmm. She's always like, Ugh. I don't know. Crazy amounts of energy and just babble, 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 babble. Yep. So, Rayanne, we're talking about 33 days sober at the beginning of this episode. She's out of counseling with Winnie Holtzman. <laughs> was that Winnie Holtzman? Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was somebody who looked like her and I didn't want to look it up. Oh, oh cool. Well, we want to do our trivia for the previous episode? Oh, thank you. No problem. Okay. Nutty uh, Trivia for pressure Cat watch They're buying cat food for the cat we don't see again <laughs> German episode titled Das Erste Mal The first time French title Un Garcon Impatient The Impatient Boy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Because if I know anything Garcon means boy Oh Garcon Okay Uh this episode was scheduled for November 25th, 1994, Thanksgiving Thursday, but got preempted. Mm. Okay, that's all for pressure. Oh, wow. Here's Nutty's, Nutty's feedback for pressure. This has got to be one of the best teen shows about sex. Best teen show episodes about sex. So yeah. often it turns into an after-school special, but in this episode it really explores the emotions of sex. I don't know how it is for boys, but for girls a lot of this rings true. I think I... And most hit by this viewing of Sharon's assessment that the first time was all about when she was ready and when she wanted. But after, uh, but after that, since they had started, it was no longer about when she wanted it. There wasn't a barrier anymore. It's that's a really complex. That's a really complex time for anyone in a sexual relationship. I think continuing the informed consent and making sure both parties' wants are being met. Very true. Mm-hmm. The scene where Jordan shows up at night while Angela's making a sandwich 
That is creeper behavior right there, and I still dug it. Well, you see, you know, he's they joked about him showing up late, and they'd sleep together while her parents were in the house. Like they were joking about it, but Jordan's like, you know what? Okay, Maybe if I show Let's up, <laughs> I might uh-huh. actually get what I want. I think mostly because he was standing there eating cheese. This kid, these kids eat a lot of cheese as their mom, as her mom is talking to her. Oh, I thought it was like ham slices or something. Something like yeah. that. Uh, the uh, okay. Do we read the trivia for on the wagon? On the wagon. Go ahead. Patty notices the whiskey glass we hear in the background. When Pat? Okay. What? Wait, I'll get these letters, these words right in a minute. When when Patty notices the whiskey glass, we hear in the background the song Fountain and Fairfax, the Afghan Whigs. Aside from uh, being a song about the struggles of drug, drinking addiction, Fountain's, Fountain and Fairfax is a crossroad in Los Angeles, California, where a church held Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. Wow, that is... Uh, that's pretty deep for Very the uh, sound guy to do the you know, soundtrack. The music or, musical music arranger. arranger yeah, oh, I, I used to listen to Afghan Wigs. I'm, I'm not sure if I know that song though. I don't even know what songs I know by them. So I guess I didn't listen to them too much. Anyway, maybe a single or something I liked. All right, here's Nettie's feedback. This episode is heartbreaking. Angela is shutting Rayanne out, like Sharon warned her. Mm-hmm. About doing to Jordan in the last episode, you shut people out, which is so sad. I'm dying for Ricky here, though. Uh, in that last scene, seeing that Rayan's trigger for drinking is being happy and seeing the inevitable through Ricky's eyes, that was so crushing. I wish I couldn't relate to that. Patty's worry that you can't talk to someone else about their kid is a hard position, but I think she made the right call. Sure, no one wants to hear that that they may not uh, be parenting their kid right, but it'd be a whole lot better to have someone say something before that kid died. Parents should be allies even if they don't like each other. There is a line where being polite goes out the window when a child's well-being is in danger, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Yeah, you can't worry about your feelings when... It could lead to saving a kid's life. I know. Like, all you have to do is drop the information that you know. Hey, this is what I know. This is what I've seen. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it up to you to judge. You mm-hmm. you have the information. I'm concerned, and I thought maybe you would like to know. Yeah. I'd be like, you need to get ready. You need to take care of your kid. <laughs> Nothing like that. That doesn't help. Anyway. Is that it for the feedback for On the Wagon? Uh-huh. All right. Um... It's good to know that uh, Rianne wasn't breastfed because her mom's boobs were so firm, which says to me that Amber has some implants and perhaps it messed up with her uh, <laughs> uh, uh, mammary glands. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to miss Tino on this show. I'm sad to hear that he quit the band. <laughs> oh. I, I really like this character that I never saw. <laughs> <laughs> hey, somebody who brings Chinese food to school for you is is a friend to be had. Um, Angel is being a good listener to Jordan as he's complaining about Tino quitting the band and the problems that the band's having. Yeah, she says she's basically using any excuse to talk to him, to touch him, 
Mm-hmm. And she wants him to still rely on her for um, like a you know a shoulder at least. Mm-hmm. So there's this whole thing where Angela is. It's like Rayanne. Okay, Ra- Patty's mad that Rayanne hasn't thanked her for saving her life. Yes. And then there's some kind of weirdness going on between. Ran and Angela, this unspoken thing that they can't get past. Right. Ran is still needing something. She's she needs Angela. She needs something, and nobody can knows what it is. And I guess just to be a friend. And Angela doesn't know how to be a friend to, to her anymore after all this happened. So Angela says something about her coming over and eating dinner. But then Angela goes, but but Rayanne doesn't say that she's gonna do it. She says she's gonna do something else. Right. And Angela goes somewhere else uh, to see Jordan play, <laughs> maybe perhaps yeah. I don't know. And then Rayanne shows up and where Graham is cooking. She eats a little and then she leaves first, and she goes first home. And, temptation here though. Uh, Graham leaves that bottle in front of her. You can see. It. Oops, something's gonna uh, happen here in this episode. <laughs> Yeah, she was eyeing it. And uh, I liked that, uh, you know, I like her relationship with Graham. You know, she's looking for the father figure. Um, And I like how I wrote, she watches them actually have a cute moment with Danielle. (laughs) They had some sort of like fun little, you know, oh, you, you know, with like food or I don't know, food on her face or something like that. Um, But yeah, when she... Leaves. That's when Patty's like, "I want her to thank me." <laughs> Sorry, she's a teenager. Maybe she's not. No, she's yeah. thinking about that. Right. <laughs> Being polite. And then Ryan goes home and gets mad at Amber for not fixing dinner. She was like, "I want. I'm tired of. I'm tired of appetizers. I want a real dinner. Is it so crazy yeah. that I want a meal?" And this fucking this, this woman <laughs> knows that her kid is like. 33 days sober She's on the wagon She's not supposed to drink anymore And there's freaking mom With her goddamn giant glass of margaritas Just who cares this, I'm, I'm not going to let this affect my life You know I'm going to just do what I want You know it's, I'm not going to give my kid any more drinks But I'll just drink away in front of her Why don't you be a good yeah. example You dummy Of course she's wearing her kimono <laughs> I think I'm turning into an amber <laughs> Oh you get you, Did you get a kimono? No, but uh, I, I've, I'm looking into uh, caftans. A caftan is a Turkish version of a muumuu. Okay. <laughs> so I can lounge around and drink my wine. I don't know when I'm going to have time to do this between college and working overtime <laughs> to pay for a trip to Italy and sure. podcasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. I like this is where Jordan or Ran jumps into Jordan's car and like Angela's having this moment with Jordan and like she just starts babbling on and on and on and Jordan just kind of like looks at them and she's like he's like can you guys get out of my car? <laughs> Which I was like halfway like you're a dick and the other half I was like yeah pretty much <laughs> like, yeah just get out get out of here. Um, and then Ran wants Angela to tell. Jordan that she wants to be the lead singer Yeah And she goes to the practice And they don't practice And then they go for the show And she she 
she Cause she like moves in on the drummer and the drummer's all about her yeah so the drummer is encouraging this but when but she like flakes out she she messes up yeah well if they could get a freaking practice before the you know the band has this you know open mic set you know mm-hmm Maybe maybe uh, Rand would feel comfortable singing with them, you know. Like I don't even know if she remembers all the words for "I want to be sedated." Yeah, she doesn't feel confident no. if she does or not. And so Patty overhears Angela's phone call, finds out that there's beer at the uh, at the rehearsal, yeah. and then. At some point, Rayanne was over at the house and was kidding with Angela and pretending to pour some liquor, but she poured it right back. But Patty found that, so Patty is just convinced that she's drinking again. She's afraid of looking like a busybody to Amber, but she goes to Amber anyway and tells her, and Amber yells at her and says she's not a terrible parent. And then Rayanne comes out of the bedroom. They had taken the phone off the hook. Yeah, because she'd come home and was upset, I think. Mm-hmm. I do like at the end of that open mic, Jordan gets on the microphone because it's like, like, duh. Like, you you obviously have a good voice. You should just go ahead and sing for the band. Yeah. He's got this. Like, that was hot. He's got this little soft voice. and We've heard him sing yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I guess he's gonna sing for the band. Um, blah, 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 blah. I like Patty the- takes Rayanne to school. Oh yeah, huh? go ahead. And then uh, Rayanne finally thanks Patty for saving her life. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which it's just I don't know. It was nice that she did, and it was a nice little moment between the two of them. But I just didn't like the fact that Patty was like, "Why hasn't she thanked me?" Like, if you- because that's Patty's personality. It's all about Patty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also, I also, yeah, I, I like that Rayanne like thanks her for her life. That was, a, that was mm-hmm. a good line. And it's after this that Ricky like screams at Rayanne because <laughs> he was so upset and so and so worried about her. Um, yeah, he's just so frustrated with her because yeah. like shoves her because you know yeah because their dynamic is changing because he was the the enabler and the protector. Yeah. And now she's not drinking, so he's, he doesn't he's, know what to he's do. acting. I think he's acting like he's waiting for the bomb to go off again. You know, he's waiting for it to mm-hmm. happen again. Um, yeah, Ricky and Rayanne really know each other. You know, as as destructive as they are to each other and into themselves, I, rather, um, they really do are able to call each other's uh, by the signs that they see, um, which. Happens in the next episode too But um, I mean is there any I mean the the last The last scene is uh, Rayanne admitting that she had a crush on Ruiz On Sesame Street <laughs> And then starts singing the theme And like starts grinding on some dude And immediately Just grabs the beer out of his hand And starts pounding it <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah I gotta say It's I mean, I'm not an alcoholic, but I, I'm addicted to cigarettes, even though I don't smoke them anymore. I know that it's very easy to just, as a person who's quit smoking, 
about like five times. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, it's just very easy to grab that one cigarette and just go at it, you know, and be like, yeah, I'm good after this. But no, you're I mean, it was it. just weird that that when things went bad, they expected her to find solace in drinking again. But she didn't. Right. She went home to her mother. And then when things are good. That's when she wants to celebrate and party and down a beer. Yeah. That was just un, unexpected. And I don't know if that has to do with, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a, a mental health specialist, so I can't really diagnose her, but it's almost like this manic, like the manic thing comes in where mm-hmm. she's just really like wants to make everything even better this is going to be this isn't just going to be a, a good night this is going to be a great night and i'm just going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing until i until it's amazing you know and uh i think yeah she was just having a fun time and was like boom alcohol <laughs> mm. uh i have a complaint about graham in this episode too by the way <laughs> what uh, so Patty overhears uh, the phone call from Jordan and is worried about Rayanne, and so she's laying in bed with Graham, and he's trying to sleep, and Patty is just she can't get it out of her head. She's really kind of worried about this kid, and Graham's like, "Patty, it's twelve fifteen." And I, at the moment of ta- watching this episode and taking my notes, I wrote, it's 1222 right now, you wimp. <laughs> like, calm down, you crybaby. You need to get up and make some food. You need some rest. You don't have a job. <laughs> and then and then, then immediately he's like, so you want to make – or oh, wait. It's Patty. So you want to make love? <laughs> and he's like, of course, you know. And I just – ugh. <laughs> Of course, we gotta we gotta end this scene with them about to bang it out yet again. I don't know why how he would how he would be able to have an affair. <laughs> he needs so much sleep. <laughs> so we want to get to Christmas time now. <laughs> okay, all right. Here's Nettie's trivia. So called angels. Juliana Hatfield Yay! plays the angel slash joy. Which is fitting since her music has already been featured in the show. I know. German episode title, Ein Hock von Himmel, A Touch of Heaven. <laughs> French episode title, Un Ange Passe, An Angel. Rayanne's mention of Salminio. Yes. An American actor from the film Rebel Without a Cause was murdered because he was bisexual is chilling. Yeah, yeah, and also he's just like in Rebel Without a Cause. He's like this troubled homeless teen, right? So it was like a like a double whammy of a reference. I was like, oh yeah, I see where they're going at, getting out here. And I think this is like co-written by Jason Katims too, right? It was like, isn't this like Holtzman and Katims? So it was like double down on uh, you know the the sentimentality and the you know the. Hitting you at home But I guess you didn't really like this episode, huh? Uh, no, I hated it okay. uh, The actor who was who played Children's service officer Was Robert Kadams Who was the father of Jason Kadams Who was the executive story editor And I think he wrote this Yeah, he episode. co-wrote this mm-hmm. The church was a real church in LA Yet again using actual locations Over sets in this series 
The choir at the end is Inner Voices. They still perform and have been on a few shows. Their website looks like it hasn't been redesigned since the 90s, but I I doubt they need it for advertisement. They need an inner webmaster. (laughs) All right, so Nutty says, this is a ham-fisted, yes, very back-to-school special episode. I feel like... With this and Halloween, Winnie Holtzman wanted to write a Supernatural series. I guess she got it with Wicked, but I would love to see something from her today, a Supernatural drama. She'd be great for that. Yeah, it's like they didn't have the budget or the show didn't lend itself that well to Supernatural. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. But Winnie – oh, sorry. You want to keep reading her feedback? Okay. I, I, that, uh, I just want to keep start talking about the episode, so I don't want to. Okay. Growing up, growing up, my house was the house where trouble kids went. Ricky, now I know how to spell his name thanks to Angela's note. <laughs> it's uh, with would an have, I, right? Uh, okay. Well, you have it spelled out in front of you, don't you? <laughs> yeah, with an I. Yeah. Uh, would Ricky would have stayed with us if he? knew any of my eight siblings it happened a lot my mom wasn't like graham and patty where she sent someone back out she would call the parents and mediate if she could or find a better alternative one of my sister's friends ended up living with us for years and my brother's friend adopted us and became my brother yeah i had that kind of house i went to sometimes too like i would get in a huge fight with my parents and you know, it, things got rough sometimes, and uh, I did end up staying at, like, a friend's house. One, one time I was there for, like, gosh, like four or five months, you know, before I went back. Mm. But Wow. Oh, it also helped that the girl that lived in that house I had a huge crush on. So I pretty much was using any excuse I could to. Uh-huh. But she was dating my friend and whatever. Mm. <laughs> Okay, so when I watch this now, or then, when these things have already happened, and I brought a person to my mom once, too, thankfully, in that case, it could be worked out with our parents, I get so angry at Graham and Patty because you have kids who show up at your house late, hungry, covered in bruises. You you hear he fail, and you don't jump to help him? Why? I think it's because they're so judgmental of him. Like, yeah, you know he he's not good enough to be Angela's friend. He's especially not Sharon, Patty. especially Patty. Yes, and he wears eyeliner. Yeah, he's gay. He's this. He's that. Whatever. And but, also, there, yeah. there's that social thing, like we did in the last episode, where Patty's not sure she should talk to Amber about her her daughter. Mm-hmm. They are not doesn't sure if they want to be getting involved in whatever's going on. Yeah, she doesn't know the parents at all, so she doesn't feel like. She can, uh, you know, do get involved in any way. Yeah. But yeah, that's. I mean, like Morgan's friend. Oh my gosh, Morg- like the like the week before she left to go to off out of state to college, she had a wreck, and she was rushing around trying to get a new car. Then now she's home. And she was about to leave to go to Iowa for an internship that would be awesome and look really good on a resume. Her car just completely died. So we rushed around and got her a new car, a new car, another car. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then she's in Iowa and she's putting on Facebook that she's hungry. And I'm like, 
how can I get you some money right now? Like, I, you know, just I worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, and surely she has parents, she has family, she has grandparents. Yeah. But I'm like, I've got to help her. Yeah. And so, yeah, just because this is, isn't my child, you know, you worry about these. Because being an, a young adult, adulting is hard. <laughs> and you need all the support and help you can get. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to Nutty's feedback. Oh. Not my favorite episode, but I do like how we see a lot of these characters from other angles. Jordan is in abusive is in an abusive family, just managing. Rayanne being kind to Brian in the only way she knows how. Oh, that was the best part of this episode, but we'll get to that. Uh, also being kind to Sharon so she doesn't crack, but it is so heavy-handed, not my favorite. Yeah, that's what it is. It's it's so – it's it's not as good as these other episodes have been. It's so – All right. Hack. All right, I hate that word. Yeah. Don't say that word. That I mean, okay. hack is just like you're a shit writer. You know these guys aren't shit writers. They just I know they're not. That's that's why this is so disappointing. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> this is so. All right, there's a psychology behind this, right? Winnie Holtzman, okay, and I've noticed this, and you know, and and it's been in, in some trivia I've read before. Like, you notice at the end of each episode, her production company is like Bedford Falls or something like that. It's, yeah. It's, 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 an, uh, it's, an, it's a Wonderful Life reference. She had mm-hmm. It's a Wonderful Life in the pilot. And in here, she gets right back in It's a Wonderful Life as well. She makes Julianna Hatfield into an angel. Um, she's, this is like, I, I think she was just like, this is Christmas. This is my Christmas episode. And I got to like get into everything here and have something really heartwarming. But I think she does. I don't know. She pushes a little bit too much. Like, of course, like Brian is home alone. <laughs> Jordan is dealing with abuse. Uh, uh, and, you know, there's this whole thing with uh, Sharon and Brian going on with the helpline and, you know, how to help people. You know, and, and then there's Ricky and this abusive thing. And then there's like this supernatural angle of this, this homeless teen that seems to be just showing up and disappearing, you know. I think she just had all these ideas and probably Jason Kadams too. And then she just they just wanted it all in this episode, and I just think it did. It came out very, very hammy. I, I will definitely acknowledge that. There's some cheese. There's some after-school specialness to this episode, and it's not like – but I, I could see this as like like if you were like a fan of My So-Called Life, this might be like a Christmas episode that you fondly remember because – I don't know. It's so Christmassy. And I, I got to say, as me, as a person that I'm like – Ugh, friggin' Christmas episodes. <laughs> I I <laughs> definitely was uh, like already angry at the first mention of Christmas in this episode. Like, there's this part in the in the episode where they're just like, um, I think it's like Brian and Sharon are talking in the hallway, and in the background you just hear teenagers caroling. And I'm like, who are these assholes that are in the middle of the school day <laughs> just singing singing a Christmas carol at the top of their lungs? And I know it. They're not probably not assholes. They're just full of Christmas spirit. But, oh, yeah. And there's also the whole religious drama between Patty and Graham. Like, Winnie wanted to have it all <laughs> in this episode. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's, I think 
it was so like scattershot that she they they didn't really nail it too hard. I mean, I I think the Ricky stuff is the probably the best part of it because it's so emotional. But again, you might think it's overbearing a, a bit much. Anyway, I'll let you talk. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I agree. All the above. Yeah. Uh, I think Ricky is such the heart of this show. He's yeah. so, such the emotional uh, anchor to the show. Yeah. That, yeah. I f- it makes sense that an episode like this would be, uh, you know, Rick's sur- Rick's uh, that he would be. <laughs> yeah. Um. I have nothing else to say. Okay. <laughs> then I hope I never have to watch it again ever in my life. <laughs> well, that you just heard the sounds of a, a door being kicked open and then closed, so I got a little distracted there. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, let me let's just kind of let's kind of start at the beginning. Juliana Hatfield. You probably weren't re- familiar with her at all before we started this podcast, right? Like no. This you know talking about my so-called. I went to one of her shows. I had her big album. I loved her, and uh, she does. She just has this like sweet voice. So when she starts singing in this, I was like, "Oh my god, that's Juliana Hatfield." See, I do. I'm not a fan of female singers at all. <laughs> really, just not at all, huh? Not at all. That's funny. Um, I think I've started. I've uh, come around. I've. I, I like Amy Mann. I think my taste is changing, uh-huh. but before here recently, like I don't like female voices. Just like male voices. Yes. Interesting. And especially this Juliana Hatfield's kind of voice. She's got a very like, like soft girlish voice. Yes, I do not like that. But man, when she rocks, it's great to have that like that voice on top of like like rock guitar. It's really cool. I mean, this is. Very much like leaning in on the like she's doing her own like version of I don't know like a almost like a Silent Night kind of song, mm-hmm. but or an indie songwriter, yeah, yeah, singer songwriter yeah. type deal. Yeah. But I don't know. I was like I was so um, charmed by uh, the fact that she's like I think I remember hearing about this around this time that there's an episode with Juliana Hatfield and I they just forgot about it. Um, and I was always like thinking like, ooh, I should go back and watch that because I really like her. Um, in watching it now, I'm very nostalgic, but I'm also can acknowledge that, I don't know, she's not an actress. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that uh, she was kind of uh, like an, almost like an indie it girl at the time. Um, she played with the Lemonheads too. Like I, it, that, all that music that, Plays a lot on my so-called life. That that scene, uh, she was very much a part of it, and I think that I don't know. I'd love to know if there was any sort of ta- why she was cast, but I'm assuming it's because it's kind of like that's the music of the show. So why not have her mm-hmm. as like, the clearance? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So did you know right off the bat that she was an angel or she was a ghost? No. Yeah, I I didn't think so until she started. Like, I think when she showed up at the in the band room, I I was like, well, this is a little weird. <laughs> yeah, because she said, uh, "I'm at school more now than when I went," or something like that. And it's like, well, why do you not go to school? I, I think, but I, I but you, yeah, 
I thought it was just because she was homeless. <laughs> she just uh huh. And I wrote down she has holy shoes, and I was like, oh wait a second, there's something here. <laughs> she's got she's got holy shoes, so she's something <laughs> holy. Uh, and uh, yeah, I gotta say <laughs> that scene between Juliana and Patty at the end was yeah. kind of. Uh, I really wanted to be emotional, but it really wasn't. It seemed like out of nowhere. Yeah, she's like, because, okay, like she's just. Does, does Angela say that she could have been this girl? Yeah, and uh, Patty argues mean. with her, and she get or Patty got really mad. Yeah, when Angela suggested that it could be her, like, why is that so? Uh, you know. I think it was more of like a, a disbelief, you know, like things could not get so rough between us that you would decide to just leave our home. Oh, I'm and, not such a terrible mother that you would run away from me. Yeah, yeah. Even just like, it's not even just like a, f- a fence, but, you know, this is Patty we're talking about. So uh, she is a, <laughs> does have a little bit of self-centeredness at times, but um, uh, I think it was also just, it's scary to think like, oh my gosh, that I, I can't imagine what I'd do if my child was out there. And I think that's what really they were trying to hammer home at the end that she was so scared that Angela was out and, you know, could possibly be, you know, go missing or whatever. But it was just so like she she was gone for like maybe like an hour or something. You know, she was <laughs> she wasn't even gone for very long. And and yeah, so. So Patty, like, uh, so Juliana says, I know what you're thinking. I could be in Angela's shoes. And then they say, like, uh, uh, Patty says, there by, by, by the grace of God. And then the, Juliana says, go I. And I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> and then she asks, and then she's like, ask me. And, and Patty says, why did you leave? She says, we had a fight, that kind of fight that has you, what else? And then, and then Patty, Patty says, um. How did you die? <laughs> it turns out she froze and then Patty starts sobbing. Like, God, please help me. And just, <laughs> I'm just like, what is going on here? Like, this is crazy. Like, why would Patty act like this? Like, immediately go to like, oh my God, I'm seeing a good, good ghost. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't either. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's terrible. It's bad. Maybe it's just I don't know. When you see it when when you're encountering a ghost, you might have that feeling <laughs> that I'm talking to a ghost, and I guess you don't. I don't know. Yeah. Every episode is amazing, and this this episode sucks. I so I don't know. I can't say that every episode's amazing, but oh really? I, I amazing. I mean, I think it's just great. It's good. It's, it's fucking. It's fucking classic after after popular. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather watch this like eight times over. Um, but yeah, I, I did like the Ricky crying in her arms after that worked on me, and how everybody like finds each other at the church, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, of course, Graham's got a reason to go to church now. Yeah, that surprised me that he was so against going to church. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Keep talking. Sorry.
keep talking. Uh, <laughs> you gonna vamp? Sorry, I just. Uh, uh, oh, Brian and Ryan. Okay. Oh God. I don't know why Sharon made Ryan <laughs> participate in the phone. In the like, what is the it? Helpline. The uh, helpline. Because. Uh, <laughs> Like, Jen Lindley was so successful with it back in the day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think that's, that's the future. Um, yeah, there has to be a... It's it's a teen show. There has to be a helpline, teen helpline. episode. You gotta yeah. call somebody if you're in trouble. So we gotta mm-hmm. make sure to put... Like, it. can you imagine calling a, any, a stranger and... I, no, who does that? <laughs> I don't care how bad things are. I would not do that. I would think people that feel like they are they have no friends and they have no one to talk to, and they see this number as somebody to talk to might do it. I'm just saying. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I like that Brian, even though he was surrounded by people, he was lonely. Oh, well, he wasn't though, right? He was, his parents like went on vacation without him. <laughs> Yeah, but he was he was really sad and lonely and depressed, even though he was there with with the, with the chases. Oh yeah, that's right. So, and then Rayanne knew exactly how to cheer him up. <laughs> <laughs> she talked to him in fifteen year old boy language. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, she immediately recognized his voice. So I was surprised that she didn't. He didn't recognize her voice. Uh. I was also expecting, like, Brian to just, like, quickly hang up the phone and go run into his bedroom and we'll just <laughs> leave it there. <laughs> oh, 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 let's get, go back. Go back to Graham watching the the uh, the sex help video. Mm-hmm. When uh, Patty walks in, he's sitting on the bed. His legs are so crossed. <laughs> like, his legs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh oh yeah, Patty. Patty gets even more scared when they go to the police. Well, they go to like child services, but it's like you know policemen all over. Um, and it's just like kind of whatever to them. It's like okay, run away or throw away. You know, they got a whole spiel that they go through. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you notice she saw Juliana Hatfield on one of those posters? <gasps> no. Yep. Juliana Hatfield. Okay. Juliana Hatfield. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else is there to say about this episode. Uh, well, tell me, what was it about Jordan? How did we know that he was being abused? I don't know about abused, but he was at the end of this the closing montage. Like Jordan is just kind of sitting by himself, but like it looked like in an, like an abandoned house or. Abandoned complex. He was just sitting there brooding. I'm not sure if anything was mentioned throughout the episode. I mean, there's a part where oh, I, th- I know what. Yeah, when Jordan takes Ricky to that uh, that abandoned warehouse, and he's saying that he his dad used to beat him up, That's but right. I guess he's gotten so big that his dad leaves him alone Last now. Last time I threw a chair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. There's a lot of traffic going by my house. I hope everybody is enjoying this. <laughs> um, it's a busy night in Vermont. Um, oh, I don't know what else to say. 
terrible episode. Eh, it was a very special episode, and it was... <laughs> uh, I think uh, Nutty had it right, ham-fisted. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, honestly, gosh, it's really painful to watch Christmas episodes in June. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's funny because Father's Day is coming up soon, and, and uh, I was looking at like a an, an article, like what's some like good family movies to watch for Father's Day? Because I told my wife, I'm like, I'm just going to sit around and watch movies all day. And we're like, oh well, the kids are going to be there, so um, I got to make sure it's appropriate, you know. So I was like, a family friendly movies to watch on Father's Day, and on one of the lists it said, "It's a Wonderful Life." Like, be like, be rebellious and, and, and rem, you know, remember family or whatever by watching this Christmas uh, favorite. Like, I don't know. I was just like, freaking Christmas movie in June? Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. Honestly, it's two weeks before Christmas. That's all I need for Christmas. <laughs> I don't need it any earlier. And I definitely don't Mm-mm. need it after. So next week we're watching Resolutions and Betrayal. That's right. We have four episodes left, and over the next two weeks we're going to watch two and two. So. So Resolutions and Betrayal, and then Weekend and In Dreams Begin Responsibilities. Uh, So Resolutions is going to be your New Year's Eve episode. Uh Uh-huh. Will Jordan and Angela kiss at midnight? Uh, I'm assuming not if there's some sort of betrayal happening. <laughs> so um, I'll just pretend that I don't know what the betrayal is. But uh, unfortunately, I might. Oh, have you seen, know what the? I might have seen an episode description on the stupid ABC oh. page when I was scrolling through. Uh... But whatever, I won't talk about it here for those who are watching along with us for the first time. Um, but I look forward to seeing um, how the hell that works out or how the hell that happens. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that's it for us here. At we don't want to wait headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> Can we stop talking about religion? It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a great line. <laughs> Uh, man, I, I wrote some quotes down here and you would think that I'm just always going to go out with a Danielle line. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, (laughs) I'll do it. Here's, here's this. I can't believe this. I let you drive my car. You're supposed to. It's accepted. It's what you're supposed to do. Unless you're abnormal. Fuck you, Jordan. (laughs) Bye.